I'm Brett Chang, and for today, I'm role-playing as Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, September 29th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Jay is traveling today and tomorrow, so for the next two days, you're getting my solo episodes, which we're calling the Peak Daily Unplugged. I hope you don't get sick of me, but rest assured, if you do, Jay will be back on Friday, and it'll be right back to the same old Peak Daily that you know and love. But in the meantime, here's what we've got for you today. For our first story, Canada's housing market is overheated. For our second story, CPDQ is going green. And for our last story, Stripe is in Canada. For our first story, and unsurprisingly to anyone, Canada's housing market is overheated and overvalued. At least that's according to the CMAHC. Here's what you need to know about the Canadian housing market. So the CMHC, the Canada Mortgage Corporation and Housing, is a crown corporation designed to help Canadians buy homes. As part of that mandate, they're always assessing the housing market, and they're using four factors to do so. They're looking at overheating, price acceleration, overvaluation, and excess inventory. And they assign a high-risk rating if a few or all of those factors are affected at the same time. And here's what they just did. They just released guidance that home prices escalated to record highs during the pandemic because of lower-than-usual interest rates and a demand for bigger homes which is why the CMHC is saying that Canada's housing market is both overheated and overvalued. In fact, the CMHC gave Canada's housing market the highest rating it can assign. It's the first time since 2017 that CMHC has even used this rating, so it's a big deal. So here's why you should care about CMHC's latest guidance. Well, as part of CMHC's guidance, they note that the growing disconnect between incomes and home prices in Toronto Hamilton, Ottawa, Montreal, Moncton, and Halifax is making it harder than ever for people like you and I to buy homes. For our second story, one of Canada's largest pension funds is working towards a greener portfolio. Here's what's going on with CDPQ. Okay, so Case de Depot et Placement du Québec, also known as CDPQ, is one of Canada's largest pension funds. They oversee $390 billion in assets. Now, as a Canadian fund, many of their holdings have been in natural resources. That was at least until now. Now, CDPQ plans to divest from oil production investments by the end of 2022 and work towards a net zero portfolio by 2050. But they're not going full green just yet. CDPQ said it will hang on to its current pipeline project investments, and that makes around 2% of their entire portfolio. And here's why you should care about CDPQ's decision. While it signals a broader trend of capital moving away from fossil fuel assets, in response to public pressure around climate change. And it's going to have a huge impact on our still fossil fuel dependent domestic economy. For our last story, payments giant Stripe is expanding their Canadian footprint with new products and an office in Toronto. Here's what Peak Pals need to know about Stripe. At a $95 billion valuation, Stripe is one of the most valuable private companies in the world. They do everything from processing online credit card payments to helping founders start businesses, and they even issue loans to e-commerce companies. One of their biggest clients is Canada's own Shopify, so it makes sense that they'd open an office here. In addition to the office opening, Stripe is launching three new products in Canada, Stripe Tax, pre-authorized debits, and a smart reader for brick-and-mortar businesses. Here's why you should care about Stripe's expansion into Canada. Stripe's focus on our country is another sign of how Canada is becoming a tech powerhouse And honestly, we're just really happy to have the jobs here. Okay, so this episode doesn't feel the same without Jay, but Pete Pals, thanks nonetheless for making us the most listened to, and I'm going to fill in his part here, and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review? 
And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. Thanks to me. Thanks to Jay, wherever you are, and have a great day.